Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast where developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. Remember, you can contact me on the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast at any time by calling 720-307-7347 with your marriage question. When you get my voicemail, leave your question, and then I'll respond back to your voicemail on the next Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. The deal of the week is I'm giving away free marriage tools. So to get a free marriage tool, you have to leave a review of my book, The Total Marriage Refresh. You have to go to Amazon, type in Total Marriage Refresh. You'll see my book. Leave a review if you've read it. Take a screenshot of your review, then email me your screenshot to info at drwyattfisher.com. That's info at drwyattfisher.com. Then I'll respond back to your email with your choice of whatever marriage tool you want. I have multiple marriage tools. Each tool is a video of me explaining the tool demonstrating the tool, unpacking the tool. It's a private video link, so you and your partner can watch that video over and over and over until you gain mastery in that tool. And there's tools for all sorts of things. How to heal resentments, how to cultivate emotional intimacy, how to cultivate sexual fireworks. There's lots of tools. And so you wanna gain these tools, and I'm giving them away for free. All you gotta do is leave a review of my book, send me the screenshot, and then you'll have access to a free marriage tool. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about eight ways to light the fire in your marriage. Eight ways. Today is part one, and then this is a two-part series, and then the second video will be on part two. The second podcast will be on part two of how to do this. So what am I referring to here? What is fire? Fire is sexual activity. That's what I'm referring to when I say light the fire. The fire is sexual activity. So this part of the podcast is going to address high libido partners. The second part is going to address low libido partners. So this one, high libido partners, listen up, because this one's all for you. So what happens for a lot of high libido partners is we expect the fire the sex, the sexual contact to happen in a relationship without building the fire. We expect flames. We expect the fire to ignite without us building the fire in the first place. And that's a mistake. And so we need to think about if I want flames in my relationship, which is sexual activity, if I want flames, if I want fire, I have to be building the fire. You can't expect flames from a fire that is not built. And that's what we do all the time as high libido partners. Because we're married, we feel entitled to sex. And then the sex doesn't happen and we get frustrated. And part of that frustration is because we feel entitled. We're married. We should be having sex. What's the problem? That's how we can feel. But if you take a step back and zoom out and realize, wait a minute, I'm expecting fire without building the fire. 
And when I say building the fire, think about a literal fire. What do you have to do to a fire before you get flames? You have to build it. You have to get some kindling. You have to get some paper. You have to get some small little logs. You have to light a match a couple times. Maybe you put some starter logs in there as well. It takes a lot of prep. And then maybe the fire starts just a little bit. And then you start blowing on that fire to make the flame bigger, to get stronger. And then a few minutes later, maybe you put on a heavier log and then a heavier one so the fire gets even bigger. You have to tend the fire. You have to build that fire. You have to pay attention to that fire. Those flames are not going to happen by themselves. Likewise in marriage, sex is not going to happen by itself. It's not going to just spontaneously occur unless you, high libido partner, are building the fire. You're putting the kindling in. You're putting the paper there. You're putting some some little logs, some starter logs. You're lighting those matches. You're blowing on the little embers. Then you're putting on some heavier logs to get the fire bigger. Are you doing that? High libido partner, are you listening to me? Are you building the fire? Or are you not building the fire and you just expect the flames? It's not gonna happen. So we're gonna go through today four ways, high libido partners, to build the fire. Number one, you gotta resolve resentments. If you've been married for any length of time, your partner probably has some resentments toward you. You may have some toward them. Resentments are part and parcel to long-term relationships. You gotta start there because your partner's not gonna wanna have sex with you if they have resentments toward you. So you have to start there. Carve out some time with your partner and say, hey, I wanna clear the air. I wanna sit down and listen to any resentments you may have toward me as long as you use the reunite tool to do them. That's one of the tools that you could earn for free if you leave a review of the book. The reunite tool is the best method, in my opinion, of how to talk through resentments because your partner will have to express their resentment in a very emotionally safe way that minimizes you feeling defensive and attacked so that you can respond in a very optimal way. So if you have resentments in your relationship, you can kiss sex goodbye. Resentments have to be cleared, and it's not a one and done. I would recommend once a week asking your partner, do you have any resentments toward me that we need to work through? I'm open to that, I wanna hear about it. As long as you use the reunite tool, I would love to hear your complaints. I would love to hear your resentments. And my, my commitment in return is I want to listen. I want to take ownership for my peace. I'm going to follow the listener steps of the reunite tool. So that's where you begin. If you want to have great sex in your relationship, flames, fire, you have to build the fire. And the first way to do that is resolve resentments. You have to focus on resentments. Ask your partner once a week what resentments they have toward you. And then request they use the reunite tool to process through those resentments. Second thing you need to do to build the fire is you have to cultivate emotional intimacy. Emotional intimacy. Most low libido partners need that emotional closeness before they're ever gonna be open to the physical closeness. And so you have to buy into the value of this, the importance of this. And this is also a tool 
I call it the head heart check. It's another free tool you could earn this week. The head heart check is all about how to cultivate that closeness. It's all about how to prep yourself to get in touch with your feelings and your thoughts. And then you have this regular time with your partner where you sit down, it's undivided attention, the phones are put away, and then you ask each other about your head and your heart. There's a method to it. You have to cultivate that. This allows you to get updated on each other's life. This is where you get updated on your partner's love map, like I've talked about elsewhere. We have a love map, it's always changing. What we're stressed about, our highs, our lows, our dreams, what we're excited about, our regrets, all those things are constantly evolving. And you need a method to stay updated with your partner and a way for them to stay updated with you. And the head heart check tool is a wonderful way to do that. So you have to be cultivating emotional closeness. And it doesn't have to take a long time. I would encourage you to strive toward four days a week for 15 minutes to cultivate that head heart check. Four days a week, 15 minutes to prioritize really getting reacquainted with your partner. They need that before they're open to physical connection. So that's the second thing to do, to really foster the fire, to put on the kindling, to start nurturing some embers in that fire to eventually have flames. You have to be cultivating the emotional intimacy. Third, you have to be providing affection. A lot of us high libido partners don't touch our partner unless we're feeling sexual. And then our partner picks up on it and then they resent our touch because we have ulterior motives. So you have to start touching your partner over and beyond when you're feeling aroused. Make affection a part of your lifestyle. Think about all the ways you can be touching your partner all throughout the day. Every time you're together, you can be touching them. Think about all the times you're sitting next to them and you're not touching them. Maybe that's driving in the car. Maybe you guys go to something, a meeting once a week, and you're sitting right next to them, but you don't touch. Maybe you're having dinner together or breakfast together. You're right next to them, but you don't touch them. There are a ton of opportunities, if you think about it, where you can start touching your partner non-sexually. Maybe it's a hand on the leg. Maybe it's a hand on the back. Maybe it's a squeezing of their shoulder. Maybe it's holding their hand briefly. Maybe it's stroking their hair. Maybe it's giving them a kiss on the cheek. There's so many little opportunities for affection and that's a powerful way to start building the fire. That's kindling. That's a starter log. Most low libido partners need a lot of affection. They need that non-sexual touch before they open the door to the erotic touch. How much are you touching your partner non-sexually? How much are you giving them that affection? And don't assume you know how they want to be touched. Ask them and then provide it. That's you building the fire. Don't expect flames unless you're building the fire. And affection is a key ingredient to building the fire. The fourth way to help build that fire, if you want to get to flames, you have to be putting in the effort to build the fire. The fourth way to do that is through quality time. How much are you prioritizing quality time with your partner? Quality time means you're not with other friends, you're not with your kids, and the screens are off. That's quality time. 
If you start doing those head heart checks four days a week, that's some quality time right there. But what I recommend to really kick this up is you have to start doing your two mini dates a week. And those mini dates can be as short as an hour all the way up to three hours or more if you can. This is quality time. And you may think, what? I don't have time for that. Are you kidding me? Two mini dates a week? Let me see your phone for a second. Let me see how your phone is spent. On your phone, if I had it in my hand, I could see how many hours a week you are spending on all the different apps on your phone. And I bet you there'd be times that you're spending on your phone that you could cut out and reduce in order to have time with your partner. Look at your Facebook app. Look at your Instagram app. Look at your YouTube app. How much time are you spending on those apps every week? A lot of people, it's hours and hours and hours. And while it's fun to stay connected and it's fun to engage in social media, not if it's making your marriage suffer. You have to get your priorities straight. If you want to have flames in your marriage, you have to spend time with your partner, focusing on them, giving them that attention, focusing on your relationship. And too many days a week is a great way to do that. So for my wife and I, we try to practice this. And so Monday night is one of our mini dates. And what we do, it's a home date. It's very simple. We have our youngest daughter go to bed. And then our two teenagers are usually doing homework or they're on their phone. And so we usually start our mini date Monday nights around 7.30. And then we usually stop around 9.30. So it's like an hour and a half to two hours. And we do it from home. And then Wednesdays, my wife and I both work from home, so we take advantage of our kids being in school so we don't have to pay for a babysitter. Super convenient. So Wednesdays is our second mini date, and on Wednesdays we have a mini date from 11 to 2. It's helpful to have a time because it makes both of you know when it's going to happen, so you schedule around it. And on those mini dates, we go out. So often we'll do something for fun, like go for a hike, or go play frisbee or go for a bike ride and we usually go out to lunch and we'll get something to eat and so you have to have these mini dates brainstorm how can you make this happen in your relationship how can you prioritize quality time in your relationship you need it it's vital and i recommend in those mini dates to do four things a lot of affection a lot of emotional intimacy which is your head heart check that can happen in your date and then you want to make sure you're doing recreation, something fun, and then sensual time. And I'll get more into sensual time in part two. So if you want flames in your relationship, which is sex and sexual activity, if you want fire, you have to be willing to build the fire first. And those are four ways to start building the fire today. Number one, resolve resentments. Number two, emotional intimacy. Number three, affection. And number four, quality time. The call to action is I've created a free PDF on this series, on part one and part two, so that you can get a breakdown of all the action items for high libido partners and for part two, which I'll cover, which is all for low libido partners. So it's a free PDF so you can download it, read through it together, and start applying it. If you go to my website, it's drwyattfisher.com forward slash uh, pages 
and then forward slash freebies. So drwyattfisher.com forward slash pages forward slash freebies and you'll see the free PDF on this podcast series, part one and part two. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, click the five stars and leave a review and be sure to subscribe. Also, if you've benefited from this podcast, the best way to pay it forward is tell one person about it today. Would you do that for me? When you're finished listening to this, text one person that you think could benefit from this podcast like you have. Remember, your marriage is alive. So if you care for it and nurture it, it will grow. If you deprive it and neglect it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.